This hour brought to you by GCNLife.com. Live younger, look younger, feel younger at GCNLife.com. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I'm not a crook. If you like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep your health care plan. Listening to Jim Paris Live, your source for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. All right, welcome to hour number two. He's one of my favorite guests we've had over the years, the founder of studentloanjustice.org. He is a recurring guest like myself on Coast to Coast AM. You may have also read about him in the New York Times, seen him on Fox News and other broadcasts. He also authored a book a few years ago, and uh, it is still available over at Amazon. It came out in 2010. It's titled The Student Loan Scam, the Most Oppressive Debt in U.S. History and How We Can Fight Back. And Alan Collins, welcome back to Jim Paris Live. Well, thank you, Jim. It's really great to be back with you. Hey, I wanted to ask you, it just worked out the timing uh, that we had you booked after this whole big scandal erupted, and uh, I thought, wow, what what perfect timing. Uh, we'll get in, of, cor- of course, to all this you know, student loan and our regular topics and so much great information that you always share, but did you have any initial thoughts about this whole college admission uh, scandal? Um, Alan Dershowitz says this is the tip of the iceberg and a lot more is to come. And this is just a drop in the bucket of the number of people that are involved in this kind of thing. And if it wasn't already too expensive and scammy to be able to go to college, now we find out that the rich kids are parents are paying half a million dollars to fake that they are, uh, you know, accomplished uh, uh, crew member, uh, crew team members, and things like this, and, and getting people to take their SAT exams. It's just unreal what has happened this week. You know, uh, this is just one more example of how there really are two different college systems. There's the college for the rich and, you know, well-appointed, and then there's the college for the rest of us. Um, you know, uh, what we're seeing is pretty terrible. Um, the rich, first of all, they don't have any student loans. Alan, part, pardon the interruption, we're getting a little bit of... Um Overmodulation. Maybe if you okay. just get a little bit further back from your phone. Oh, sure. I don't want to miss anything you're saying. Continue on, sir. Yes. Um, yeah. So what we're seeing is, you know, sort of a nice portrayal of the class divide in this country. The the wealthy can pay for their own kids' college out of pocket, uh, and all the strings that they can pull behind the scenes to get their maybe not so qualified. Uh, kids into the college of their choice uh, versus, you know, the rest of us. Uh, the majority of people uh, have a very, uh, it's very competitive get, to get into most colleges these days. And 
the majority of students these days are having to take out loans to pay for it, very predatory loans, and I'm sure we'll get into that. Um, so it's really sad to see, and you know, I hope everybody out there is paying attention. And, and you know, Dershowitz is right. This is just the tip of the iceberg here. Uh, what we're seeing is a class divide that's really indicative of the massive growth in the wealth of the very rich versus the stagnation in wages and uh, and family capital uh, for everybody else. Yeah, and people are people are outraged because, uh, for example, we cover this in our first hour, but there's already one lawsuit naming all of these defendants in a civil lawsuit. The amount that is being sued for is $500 billion, a mother suing on behalf of her son who applied to many of these same colleges and was not admitted. Uh, the theory for damages is, hey, if all these rich scammers kids uh, didn't get in, maybe my son would have got in. Well, you know, that's really interesting that you mentioned that. You know, it turns out that in the past 10 years, the colleges have been able to stockpile cash. And this is maybe a little separate point here. But the colleges have managed to build up slush funds over and above their college endowments uh, to the tune of something like $500 billion. Uh, so I don't know uh, the merits of the case. I, I will say this, Jim. The colleges are black boxes. They are very good at using very creative uh, accounting methods to make it very hard to track uh, where the money's going, how they're spending it, and so forth. Uh, but I certainly would think that a lawsuit, if it could be proven, would would be very helpful for this fight. It would be interesting. There was also another story today. Uh, we shared this in the first hour as well. Over at Zero Hedge, uh, they were talking about uh, some 30-something-year-old genius test taker, a Harvard graduate, who I guess uh, didn't necessarily have all the answers uh, you know, to the SAT, but was like a genius and would go in and fix all the mistakes for all these kids uh, so that they got, I mean, I guess one kid, like, their score was boosted by 400 points. I always thought it was like that the rich kids went to prep schools and just had more learning opportunities, and now we find out that maybe the rich kids are as dumb as the rest of us, but they have rich parents that can make up the difference uh, with, uh, with bribes. And my bigger question I asked in the first hour was, Okay, they bribe to get into the college. How do they make it through college? There's probably more bribe scams going on to keep that kid uh, from getting kicked out, from not being able to pass their classes. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we see this with college athletes primarily, but certainly for the well-to-do students who are just looking to make it through, there's, I'm sure, a lot of dishonesty and fraud. And, you know, it's just sad that, you know, normal people have to work very hard to make the grade and very hard even to get into the college in the first place. So, so you know, it's just a great illustration of how easy it is for the wealthy, well-appointed um, uh, uh, folks in the country to, you know, break the rules and get away with it. And I, it's just such a horrible example for everybody. What I'm going to do, Alan, is ask Eric, my board uh, guy up in Minneapolis, if maybe he can try and call you right back or do something about your phone line because it's we're still getting an occasional loss of a word here and there and i think we could probably fix that with a callback or switching okay. to a different phone or something like that so if you want to hang up and then stand by and i'm going to have eric try to do that and just for so everybody that else that, um, you have my landline numbers 
Yeah, yeah, okay, good. I'll have him call you back on the landline number. Eric, do you hear that? If he can hear me in Minneapolis. All right, very good, sir. And before we go into this break, and we'll come back and kind of get into all this, what we're going to get into tonight is going to be really fascinating uh, for really two groups of people. In particular, for those who are considering going to college and are considering getting into all the student loan debt to do so, you in particular, you and your parents and your family need to listen. But we're also going to be talking, secondly, about those who have already got all of the student loans. Because if you've got a lot of student loan debt now, there are a lot of smart moves you can make and things you can do to try and deal with your student loan balances, which... Uh, according to Allen College, and he's been here with us before sharing this, that actually the government is making a killing on these student loans. And in particular, if you default on your student loans, they're going to make even more money from you, which is just crazy to think about a system that is not only designed to suck in all these young people who don't really know how they're going to pay this money back because they're believing the lie that as long as you get a four-year degree, don't worry about the debt, 100000 in debt, 200000 in debt, don't worry about it because you're going to get out of college and have a, an opportunity to have a good job and easily pay this money back, which is not the case. A lot of kids coming out of college uh, because it's so easy to go to college now because the money is there, everybody seems to have a college degree and the college degree is like the new high school diploma. And you might find yourself working at the Wendy's drive-thru, even though you've got the four-year college degree. So there are a lot of different ways to avoid it. Obviously, take five or six years to go. Try to pay as you go. Try to do community college. Consider the military. A lot of different options. We're going to get into all of this and more when we come back from the break with the founder of Student Loan Justice, Alan Collins, on this edition of Jim Paris Live. Hi, this is radio talk show host Jim Paris, and if you are like me, you hate all of those monthly bills. Well, I reached the point about three years ago that I decided enough was enough, and I went to war with my personal stack of monthly bills. I canceled cable TV and legally connected my television to the internet, and now I get hundreds of free TV channels, and I don't pay for cable TV. I found a little-known way of getting free home phone service for life, and I discovered a totally legal way to opt out of Obamacare and cut my health insurance bill by more than 60% per year. If you want to learn more about my personal war on monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com. That's christianmoneyplus.com. Com. If you're just plain sick and tired of those monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com. Heart disease is on the rise. Clogged arteries, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol levels may not be fully detected by you, but the symptoms are there. Loss of energy, blood sugar spikes and drops, poor circulation, and irregular heartbeat are just a few of these that can alert you that something is wrong. Hear how heart and body extract is making a difference in thousands of people's lives across America. My blood pressure has normalized. My diabetes has totally improved. Everyone is telling me now how much healthier I look, and I'm 
asking everyone how much healthier I feel. I recommend heart and body extract to everyone. Anybody over 40 in the North American continent should be using this product as a preventative to keep their cardiovascular system healthy. Order your two-month supply today by calling 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. Or order online, hbextract.com. Heart and body extract, 866-295-5305. Or hbextract.com. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. If you owe money to the IRS, you need to hear this. The IRS is cracking down on those who owe back taxes. It starts with a devastating letter. And if you don't act immediately, you could find yourself having your wages garnished or have a lien placed on your property. But there's a solution. Tax 10,000 can help. Avoid enforced compliance, where these holds on your income and seizure of your home could become a nightmare that just won't end. Call 800-239-9957 now and speak to one of our experts. 800-239-9957 is the number to link you directly to a tax resolution specialist who will negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. Working through the IRS Fresh Start program, all the forms will be handled for you. All you have to do is make the toll-free call. 800-239-9957. Find out if you qualify and possibly save yourself thousands thousands of dollars, not to mention a lot of headaches. It could be the best call you've made today. That number again, 800-239-9957. The service does not provide tax settlement or legal services. We will refer you to a company that does provide such services. Often the IRS will not agree to any reduction in the amount owed. Not all taxpayers who owe more than $10,000 will qualify for a tax reduction program. Age-related macular degeneration is a leading cause of blindness in people over 55, but with treatment it can be slowed down, stopped, and in some cases reversed. Make sure you see your grandchildren grow. Protect your vision by requesting information about diagnosing and treating AMD. Call the Foundation Fighting Blindness today at 1-800-BLINDNESS for a free packet on reversing or managing AMD, or go to the website fightblindness.org where I found so much helpful information, or again, call 1-800-BLINDNESS today. listening to Jim Paris live. All right, Alan Collins is here. He's the founder of Student Loan Justice. His website studentloanjustice.org. And uh Alan, I hope we got a better phone line with you now. Uh, such I important. Hope so too. <laughs> oh wow. That's like uh, that sounds like you're in the same room with me. That's oh, great. Fantastic. Hey, um, so let's kind of set the stage. We have uh three segments now left. So so we've got plenty of time. Um, do I understand it right that there's like one and a half trillion dollars now in student loan debt? Is this like the new mortgage crisis bubble that's about to burst? Well, believe it or not, Jim, we're actually significantly higher than one point five trillion at this point. That does not include a ton of capitalized interest, uh, and it also doesn't include people that take you know private uh, home lines of credit and so forth. So, my best estimate is that we are nearing $2 trillion as we speak. And yes, um, uh, as far as bubbles are concerned, this is certainly uh, a bubble. Only there's one key difference here, here, Jim, and that is that unlike home mortgages, unlike credit cards, unlike every other type of loan out there, the federal government has removed 
bankruptcy protections, uh, and also statutes of limitations and a number of other uh, very important consumer protections from student loans. Like fair lending disclosures, for example, if you were to borrow money, you'd have to be able to show that you have a way to pay it back, but not the case with a student loan. No. The only way... The only thing you need to do to qualify for a student loan uh, or a group of student loans, which could be hundreds of thousands of dollars, is to get accepted into the college. And so the door has been opened for just heinously predatory lending. And unfortunately, the federal government sits atop of this lending system and is abusing the borrowers as bad as any other, you know, a payday lender or, uh, you know, a mafia loan shark, etc., uh, in the absence of these very fundamental consumer protections that, uh, that exist for every other type of loan. And the end result is this college inflation rate, which I can't even keep track of it anymore, and I've got people on my social media, we have these arguments almost every week where there's sort of this group of people out there that believe that it doesn't matter how much you pay for an education, it's going to pay off. And and I don't understand that. It's like there's got to be some number. I mean, is it is it okay to spend 100000 Is it okay to spend a million? Is it okay to spend $100 million? Should you spend a billion dollars to go to college? For sure you'll get it back because it's for college, as if the laws of math and economics are suspended because you use the money for a good reason. Yeah, that's right. You know, that's the myth is that a college education is good debt. And so, you know, well, maybe that would have been true 20 or 30 years ago when the average student, if they even did borrow, it was on the order of maybe uh, hundreds or maybe just a few thousand dollars. But today, well, let me just tell you this, Jim, the beginning of this century, uh, the entire student loan debt for the entire country was something like $100 billion. So we are now at $1.7892 trillion, and the average undergraduate student is borrowing close to $40,000. So you're saying the beginning of this century, as in the year 2000? Uh, yes, year 2000, the entire country owed maybe $100 billion in student loan debt. So that has increased. <laughs> and now it's 20-fold? Now it's 20-fold. Between 15 and 20-fold, the numbers are just, they're just nonsense. I mean, they're just nonsensically high at this point. And the only thing that has kept this going for so long is the fact uh, that this predatory lending system has enabled the lenders to make just tons of money. Uh, but even the federal government, it turns out, not only makes nearly $100 billion in interest per year, but it also makes a profit on defaulted student loans. So in the absence of bankruptcy protections, in the absence of statutes of limitations, uh, the federal government is willing to pile on as much debt onto the citizens uh, as it possibly can. And so this gives the college the green light to raise their prices, which is exactly what, what they've done. Uh, and, you know, unlike the home mortgage crisis, you know, people in the home mortgage crisis, they lost their homes. It was terrible. Uh, you know, they walked away broke and, and naked, if you will. Uh, but with student loans, there is no walking away because they are no bankruptcy protection. And, and you, and have, also, you have parents on the hook for kids and even grandparents on the hook 
for kids yes. as well. well that's, the new, that's the new trend, Jim. We have these things called Parent Plus loans that sound very friendly and, and tame and, oh, it's a friendly government program. But increasingly, parents, grandparents are borrowing money on behalf of, of their kids. And very soon, the predatory underbelly of the system bites them in the back. And so now mom and dad are on the hook for, say, a $20,000 loan that exploded to $80,000 or $100,000 with penalties and fees. And so all of a sudden, grandma, grandpa, mom and dad are having to sell their assets, liquidate their retirements uh, just to pay this. Yeah, we we never even. Why is it that we don't talk about like the actual balances of these loans? We always talk about somebody went to college and they borrowed X amount of dollars, but we don't ever really talk about how much that cost when all the interest is added. And then if there are penalties and, and default fees and all of that, that's really where the big money is, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. That's where by far the most pain is being felt. I'll just give you one example. So on a defaulted loan, uh, the servicers, uh, well, let's say this, on a healthy loan, the people servicing these payments are making about $2.50 a month. So over 10 years, that's about 300 bucks. For a defaulted loan, these servicers can convince the borrowers to, quote-unquote, rehabilitate their defaulted loan. And what that does is takes, a, say, a $20,000 defaulted loan and turns it into a forty-five dollars or $50,000 new loan, which the, uh, which the borrowers sort of pressured into signing. And the servicers, well, they get a 16% commission on the balance of this new loan. So that's about $8,000 on a $50,000 loan. So would you rather make $2.50 a month or 300 bucks over 10 years? <laughs> or would you rather make uh, thousands or even tens of thousands of dollars in far less time? And what do they do to people that don't pay the student loan? Like, okay, Let's say that I had $100,000 in student loans and I decided tomorrow I'm just not going to pay anymore. Come and get me. What are they going to do to me? Well, you know, the, the federal government has powers that would make the, the mafia envious. They can get you fired from public employment. Uh, they, can, um, uh, they, can get, they can do almost whatever they want. They can garnish your wages without a court order. If you're a senior citizen, they can garnish your Social Security income. Um, and believe it or not, Jim, they are actually arresting people in the state of Texas as we speak for defaulted student loans. And there was and something in the paper the here in Florida where a bunch of medical practitioners lost their medical licenses for not paying their student loans. That's right. That happens all the time. Professional license are, uh, licenses and even driver's licenses in some states can be suspended for having a defaulted student loan. Uh, and then when they go to collections, do they sue you and do they bring in like private collectors and lawyers and, and actually go to war with you? Yeah, that's right. The federal government will um, put private collection uh, firms and other attorneys to file civil suits against you. Um, so, you know, if, you, if your $20,000 loan turned into an 80000 defaulted loan, by the time the lawyers get done with you, you will have a civil, civil judgment against you. And this for- is why, yeah, people are committing suicide, folks. It's just in- incredible what we've gotten into. We'll take a break when we come back more with our special guest, Alan Collins. We'll be back.
United States of Empire is a book that claims the United States is the empire of the world. George Washington had warned us against foreign wars. The United States of Empire shows that World Wars I and II left England broken. Its former colony, the U.S., had to save the empire. Was there ever a vote? Who do we fight for? The deep state began with World War I. The United States of Empire by James Dunn. Available at Amazon Books. By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blocket Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality, American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. USA Radio News with Wendy King. Joyce Tarrant is speaking out. She's the grandmother of Brenton Tarrant, the man accused of killing 50 people in two mass shooting attacks in two New Zealand mosques. You know, the media is saying he's planned it for a long time, so he's obviously not of sound mind, I don't think. In Christchurch, New Zealand, reporter Christy Lou Stout says New Zealand lawmakers are scheduled to meet for intense discussions on reforming the country's weapon laws. There will be a cabinet meeting with uh, the Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern. One day after the massacre, she pledged that there will be changes to the gun legislation. She wants to see a ban on semi-automatic weapons. Australian police say a counter-terrorism team executed search warrants in New South Wales to help New Zealand get more information on the white supremacist attack. This is USA Radio News. If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now, and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-561-5716. That's 800-561-5716. Again, 800-561-5716. Hello? Congratulations. For what? For losing all that weight. How'd you do it so fast? ASAP. ASAP what? What's that mean? Are you ready to get as skinny as possible, as soon as possible, as simple as possible, and as sexy as possible? I'm listening. Then get with the ASAP program. It's real and it works. No smooth talk, no slick advertising, and no exaggerated claims of success. I've got to know more. Welcome to ASAP, as slim as possible. Whether you have 10, 20, or 50 pounds to lose, ASAP is your weight loss answer. ASAP targets the abnormal fat reserves and makes them available to be burned as fuel and contain no caffeine or hormones. Order ASAP at wholesale prices or join the team to share the business with others. Visit GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Lose weight and look great with ASAP as slim as possible. 
listening to Jim Paris Live. Alan Collins is here. Studentloanjustice.org is the website. Alan College, why does it cost so much for college? I was reading today that the annual increase is like 8% a year, which is multiples of standard inflation. And with all of the innovations such as online classes, etc., you would think that maybe the cost would freeze or would be coming down. You would think. Um, however, Jim, the, the federal government and its lending system have given the colleges carte blanche nearly to raise their prices. You know, uh, the teaching and the learning aren't much different. You know, the great works of Shakespeare and mathematical principles have not changed. What has changed is this lending system that the colleges are using to treat the students essentially like an ATM machine. You know, we're seeing beautiful uh, campuses, brand new buildings, climbing rock walls, even uh, even wave machines and water parks nowadays on our college campuses. <laughs> and it, the, the waste is just appalling. They built the stadium over here at the University of Central Florida. My son was uh, graduated from there, and I went to uh, one of the football games, and it was like I was in an NFL stadium with like a, a jumbotron and everything. I mean, uh, back in the day, you'd have like these rickety stands that you'd kind of carefully crawl up into, and you'd be lucky if you could like get a cold hot dog from the sidelines, and now they've got a whole restaurant row where you can get everything from, like, ribs to uh, a steak to, to any kind of uh, uh, beer that you want. I mean, it's, it's incredible. It's like you're at Disney World. Yeah, you know, the colleges are more awash in cash today than they have ever been. They're gobbling up property. They're growing by leaps and bounds. But, you know, the students would be perfectly happy in a cinder block dormitory. Uh, you know, I think the students are, in many cases, being unfairly blamed for this. You know, they have to borrow for, for college, by and large. Uh, but it truly is the colleges that are raising their prices. And more to the point, it's the federal government that is giving them the green light to do this. And, you know, this all comes down to the removal of these basic consumer protections that has allowed the worst big government lending monstrosity this country has ever seen to take hold. How true are these memes about, like, college professors getting well into the six figures, they teach one or two classes a week, or even these these college presidents making seven figures? Uh, well, certainly on the administration side, that's true. College presidents and their administrators are uh, seeing 25 30% increases in their salaries year over year. Tenured professors are doing extremely well. Uh, I will say, though, that some of the adjunct professors are essentially treated like slaves. You know, they're paid very little. They have no job security. Uh, and they themselves have huge amounts of student debt. So certain portions of the college uh, campus are doing just astonishingly well. Uh, it's, it's, um, it's amazing. Yeah, my wife, uh, she has her master's, and she was looking at some adjunct opportunities, and it would be less than what she'd make teaching at the middle school here in in our county that she teaches uh but but some of the you know the regular tenured professors are like you're saying are are making the big bucks so for kids today uh you know I know it's controversial but uh there seems to be a lot of talk again about like hey maybe you could become a welder maybe you could become an electrician or a plumber or learn how to fix cars or take a one year course on uh, certain medical technology like being an x-ray technician it used to be that that was sort of the loser's track like well if you can't go to college then go become a plumber but now we've got plumbers making six figures and they have no student loan debt 
Yeah, that's right. And, you know, there's a lot to be said for that. College is and truly has never been a guaranteed pathway to success and certainly by no means the only way one can be Come successful and a, a, a good citizen, and so on and so forth. But, but you know, I will say, Jim, I don't think college needs to cost this much. The problem is the price of college and the predatory lending system behind it. If we can solve that, then you know people can pursue a college education if they decide that's what they want to do, and not have to worry about becoming a lifelong ball and chain, which it is for something like fifty or even sixty percent of the students out there. Well, in our next in our, in our next segment, I want to get into like some some solutions. But I'm curious to, as far as what a young person today can do and that sort of thing. But I want to ask you in this segment, how does this all end? I mean, is this like the the stock market crash of 1929, where like we all wake up one morning and like the colleges are are, are out of business? I mean, how does this end? Because at some point. At some point, the loans are going to have to start being reeled back in, and the money is going to start drying up. I would think that at some point, like the law of gravity kicks in, and the money starts to, even if it's decreased by, say, 5 or 10%, these campuses are spending at such a level, are we going to see colleges collapsing? Is, is that what's likely to be the next chapter? Well, you know, that's the $2 trillion question. Um, This lending system could theoretically go on ad infinitum, and the result would be the citizens would become poorer and poorer uh, and more indebted to this nonsensical, I would say at this point, uh, debt. Uh, And I truly hope that doesn't happen. You know, um, the wealthy elite really like to have an uneducated desperate, financially uh, unstable population for control purposes. And so the conspiracy theorist in me really is quite worried about that. Um, But, you know, this is America, Jim, and I think the Constitution of the American people is far stronger than the Constitution of the banks and the insurance companies and the Department of Education and, and all the people who are profiting from this system. So my hope is that the people, I don't want to say revolt, that's too strong a word, but the people need to get control over this uh, this politically. They need to. It seems like themselves. a big issue, doesn't it, for the upcoming election? You've got a lot of people talking about free college. You've got people talking about forgiving, uh, you know, free college, and then some are saying forgive student loans. You know, my question is: Well, if we give the next generation, like kids starting next year, go to college for free, if we could somehow make that happen. Do we give all the kids their money back that have student loans right now who paid uh, to go through? Uh, Do any of these politicians have anything to offer that you like uh, that they've had to say? No, Jim. You know, I would be a big fan of free college, but what we have seen so far is just simply nonsense. Uh, These proposals create yet another pot of money for the colleges to draw from, uh, and there's no guarantee that the lending system would be changed at all. Uh, And, you know, I don't think people mind paying a fair price for college, Uh, (laughs) but to throw $100 billion per year in taxpayers' money 
uh, at the colleges so that they can maintain their just uh, incredibly over extravagant overspending and so forth. That is just not a solution that makes any sense. And, you know, I will say this also, the politicians out there, particularly, you know, the presidential candidates, they're being very disingenuous. And quite frankly, they're using this allure of free college or debt-free college to get votes uh, but what they're doing is simply uh, completely throwing the 50-plus million people who have already been through college, already have the debt, the predatory debt, and already and, and vote uh, under the bus. You know, people who have already, you know, this is, this is the problem that's in our faces. Uh, providing free college to future generations, uh, that does nothing for the 55 million people out there who've already been through it. Yeah. What about these uh, student loan forgiveness programs? Uh, I know a lot of people think, well, look, I'm not going to worry about it because I'll go into this public school system and be a teacher or I'll be working for a hospital or other nonprofit. And then in the end, my loan will be forgiven. I'm so glad you asked, Jim. That was the line. That was the advertisement by the federal government, the lending system generally. And that is what the, exactly what you said is what took place. The student said, okay, no problem. I'll just sign up for one of these forgiveness programs. Now we know. Now we have hard data to show that way over 90% of the people who sign up for these forgiveness programs are getting kicked out of the programs for one reason or another. So, for example, the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program, where if you work for a hospital or a school... Hey, Alan, we'll pick it up there when we come back. You're 100% right. My wife is in one of those forgiveness programs, and she's like a super, super detailed person and is at war with those people every year over her uh, loan she got for her master's, and she's supposed to get loan forgiveness. We'll see, but we'll talk more about that when we come back from this break. Hello, everybody. This is radio talk show host Jim Paris for FreeSurvivalGifts.com. If you're a survival buff like me and like to try out the latest survival gear and gadgets, then you're going to absolutely love FreeSurvivalGifts.com. At FreeSurvivalGifts.com, you will find a wide array of survival gear, books, and videos that are all 100% free. That's right, just pay your own shipping. Now, I know you're asking, why is all of this survival gear free? Well, the companies offering this gear are doing so as a way to promote their brand and introduce new products. Check it out today, freesurvivalgifts.com. Pick up one or more free survival items for you and your family. That website again is freesurvivalgifts.com. Check it out, freesurvivalgifts.com. The United States of Empire is a book that claims the United States is the empire of the world. George Washington had warned us against foreign wars. The United States of Empire shows that World Wars I and II left England broken. Its former colony, the U.S., had to save the empire. Was there ever a vote? Who do we fight for? The deep state began with World War I. The United States of Empire by James Dunn. Available at Amazon Books. Homemakers. 
Groceries by mail ships free. Try our amazing bacon. It stores in your pantry. No refrigeration required. Our value-added packaging provides a 10-year shelf life and protects the leanest, thickest, center-cut, fully-cooked bacon in America today. Ready to eat right from the pouch or warm and serve. Always priced less than grocery for your everyday use. Savory and delicious. Order today at readytoeatbacon.com. Readytoeatbacon.com. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Pain in my neck, back, and shoulders has really gotten worse. Relief for body pain is here with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Well, the last thing I want is to take another pill, so what's so good about Sunny Bay Heating Pads? Sunny Bay Heating Pads, made by Biomed DB Design right here in the USA, come in all sizes. Our extra-large microwavable heating pad for back pain is designed to be large enough to cover your entire back. It's also perfect to wrap around your legs, knees, or shoulder and neck. But I need to know they're good quality. Of course, Sunny Bay heating pads and pillows are often an Amazon choice and it's easy and most affordable when you purchase your Sunny Bay heating pads right from our website sunshinepillows.com or call us 253-678-1361 Hey, a Sunny Bay heating pad would make a great gift, right? Yes, and they start at just $19.99 and free shipping is available. So call 253-678-1361 or shop for your Sunny Bay heating pad at sunshinepillows.com by now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blockit Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. listening to Jim Paris Live. Alan College is here, studentloanjustice.org. Check out his website. There are multiple state chapters around the country, different ways you can help, including making a donation or becoming active uh, on these issues. And I'm uh, referencing an article over here at CNBC.com. It says that uh, over the past several years, 30,000 people have applied for student loan forgiveness through this touted government program, and out of 30,000 people, Allen College, 96 have gotten it. That's that's yeah. almost like the lottery or something. I you think you'd be better off buying lottery tickets. Yeah, that's right. You know, when this program first came out, I was I was trying to warn everyone. I said, you know, it could very well be that only 15 or 20 percent of the people trying for this program will get it. Well. I was way off. We're looking <laughs> yeah, it's at like one percent or less are getting it. Yeah, there's so a story. There's a story in this article of a of a music teacher 
who thought she was going to get student loan forgiveness. And every year she she checked in with them. She redid the paperwork. She paid her payments all on time for 10 years, only to find out at the end of the 10 years, they told her, oh, by the way, you had the wrong kind of loan to get the loan forgiveness. And yeah, she, That's right. You know, the she, federal government and its contractors, they have no desire or intentions of forgiving anybody's loans if they can find a small reason to disqualify them. And that's precisely what they're doing. It is the most dishonest government uh, scam that I can really point to. And as we speak, Jim, thousands of people are getting letters saying, not only are your loans not being forgiven, but now your loan is double or maybe even triple what it was when you entered the program. So these things are really, you know, um, they're anchors disguised as, as life vests. Because That's once you're in loan thing. forgiveness, they give you what's called like a minimum payment, which means that your balance could actually be going up. But you're not worried about that because in the end, you're going to have forgiveness. So you think, so in the end, not only do you not get the forgiveness, but the payoff pitch is that you now owe double or triple what you started with. That, that's right. These people are being led down the primrose path like like sheep to the slaughter, and it's it's just heartbreaking. You know, there are real people, good people out there who are being forced to you know fall off the grid. They're being fired from their jobs. Some are even fleeing the country. Uh, and we've documented several, I think, at least half a dozen suicides up to this point. And you know, at what point is Congress going to realize that they created a monster? And, and do what's right to stabilize this lending program. So, Alan, what does a young person do? You know, uh, a lot of kids, they are academically gifted. Uh, they should go to college. But even with all the scholarships and grants and everything else, they're still, they still don't have enough money, it seems like. And, you know, I, my one daughter, she did like two years of community college. Well, at the same time, she was in high school. There's a program for that. And she was able to kind of end up with an associate's degree after high school. And then she just went to college for two years, kind of spread it out really over three years, and then just sort of pay as you go. She's a waitress and yep. uh, has no student loan debt. Uh, the uh, My other two kids have a little bit of student loan debt, but... Is it still possible today for a lot of kids to not have the debt at all? Uh, you know, it used to be back in the 70s, you could pick berries for the summer, you know, work a <laughs> work a job or and pay for your tuition in full. Today, it's very difficult. About 70% of the students out there are now borrowing, where back in the day it was maybe 10%. So it's very difficult to do. But, you know, I have to say my number one piece of advice is don't borrow. Uh, if you have to go to a community college for a couple of years, it's not that bad. Um, you know, under the current situation, I would advise anything to be able to get through college debt free. And congratulations to your daughter for her uh, for her perseverance. Yeah, she she got a great degree, uh, University of Florida. She did a lot of her her junior and senior work online. And then she had to go to the campus for certain tests. It's about an hour and a half drive away from from this area uh but but a lot of kids this is like a rite of passage you know you you it's, you, you want to get away from mom and dad you want to go to that faraway college and you want to sign up for the meal plan the dorm the whole nine yards and you just sign your name on a piece of paper and and you get everything that's right and you know the colleges are largely to blame not just for the high prices but they mislead the students Badly, and they are always quite sure to make sure that they maximize the amount of loan revenue they can get from these kids. But you know the way they sell it. You know most students who you know most kids who don't have you know financial wizard parents like yourself. 
they just don't know any better. And the way it, it looks great to them, that the loans are sold as being very friendly and, oh, there's these forgiveness programs. And, and so, you know, I could, I could only hope that the people listening to this will actually take this advice. Um, but it's very difficult for an 18-year-old kid to be able to make that decision on their own. It's, it's, they just don't know. You know, it's interesting, though, uh, it, it, we're reaching that point, though, where a lot of people are starting to say, now, wait a minute, uh, $200,000 to go to college, maybe I should start a business for my kid, or maybe I should just buy them a house, and then they have a house with no debt, and they can rent out three bedrooms and uh, have an income for the rest of their life, and, and maybe go to college you know, a little bit part-time. Are are you finding sort of a tipping point here somewhere with these numbers where some of these other options are being considered? Like, I, I tell a lot of people, uh, you know, most people don't go to college and come out and actually even work in the the major that they got their degree in. They, they end up switching into some other career, uh, and there's so many things you could do now. A friend of mine, he never went to college, so... He goes to college in his 30s. He goes for 18 months straight, gets this uh, certification as a respiratory therapist. He makes like a hundred grand a year. He says he wears a white lab coat, and people think he's a doctor. And he just went to school for 18 months. And the more people I talk to, there's all kinds of things like that now that you can do and make a lot of money and not have to spend a lot of money to get there. Well, that's absolutely true, Jim. You know the value of college especially considering the price, is way over the hill. It's way over the top. Um, you know, kids can do fine uh, uh, not attending college. There's no doubt about that. But unfor- And I am seeing, indeed, uh, 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 an increase in people that say, wait a minute, we're not doing this. Um, but, you know, I, don't, I think it's almost too little too late at this point because, you know, societally, the students are just inundated with an avalanche of, sort of dogma and propaganda telling them you have to go to college if you want to succeed. You have to go to college. So that's what's drilled into the kids uh, and even their parents. And so it's a very big ship to turn around. And it does start, you know, early, you know, in, in, in the uh, educational system, because I remember I grew up in Chicago and in the school I went to, the, the schools I went to, most of our parents were blue-collar workers, and they did well. You know, we lived in a household where, like, our moms could stay home with us. We took nice vacations. My dad always had, like, a boat or an RV or something. He was an electrician. And when we got to high school, we were, like, required to take wood shop and electric shop and mechanic shop, all these different things, because they wanted you to try out a lot of the different trades to be able to see, you know, what... You might be good at what you might be interested in. And nobody ever suggested that we should all go to college. And it was sort of like, well, maybe, you know, 20% of you will go to college and the rest of you will kind of follow in your parents' footsteps uh, and be, uh, you know, carpenters or, or plumbers or whatever. And, and that was okay, too. But now it's not okay, is it? Everybody has to go to college. Well, that's right. And, you know, even for many jobs that never required a college degree in previous years and decades, now they do require a degree. You know, it used to be you could, after war, during World War II, say, you could show up at a hospital and in six months you'd be a nurse. Well, you know, that's, that's no longer the case. Nurses <laughs> require a master's degree and yeah. all these jobs that probably don't really need a college education to support them uh, are, are just forcing people to jump through the hurdles. And especially the, the same government organizations 
that are behind all this, like a good friend of mine, he's a retired police officer, 25 years as a decorated detective. He went to college for three years, never finished college before he became a police officer. And he applied for a job with the state of Florida child protective services that was looking for a, you know, a licensed police officer. And he was thinking about doing that, like since his retirement had kicked in and all that, he could do that job. And uh, they told him no, because he didn't have a four year degree and they would rather hire somebody like 22 years old with no investigative experience instead of this guy who solved like murders and and everything 25 years a decorated police officer but they use yeah, the know, college degree just, as a as like a litmus test that's right the, the barriers to entry to many professions uh, have led to these just asinine outcomes. It, it just it, um, it just doesn't make sense. You know, the colleges really need to be put in check to get their prices down. And, you know, quite frankly, I would hope that people would look beyond a college education for the merits of, of an And we're going to recommend that everybody go to your website, Alan, studentloanjustice.org, studentloanjustice.org. Get involved, support him, become active, uh, all kinds of ideas there, information on upcoming legislation as well. If it's Sunday night, it's Jim Paris Live. We'll talk to you next time. Hi, this is radio talk show host Jim Paris. And if you are like me, you hate all of those monthly bills. Well, I reached the point about three years ago that I decided enough was enough, and I went to war with my personal stack of monthly bills. I canceled cable TV and legally connected my television to the internet, and now I get hundreds of free TV channels, and I don't pay for cable TV. I found a little-known way of getting free home phone service for life, and I discovered a totally legal way to opt out of Obamacare and cut my health insurance bill by more than 60% per year. If you want to learn more about my personal war on monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com. That's christianmoneyplus.com. If you're just plain sick and tired of those monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com. By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blockit Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203.